This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Like you mentioned, for example, he's praised Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, I've praised her too because she voted against defraying proxy. <laughs> so I recognize it. This is why people don't take the left seriously. Why people are like, oh, the left are insane. How could they think and say such things? It's you. I praise her too. I praised Kissinger. He was defending Henry Kissinger as a leftist for having a sane opinion on something now. We can't discredit Henry Kissinger and his opinions based on his past war crimes or atrocities. Who would we be? Who would we be? Yes, you can. It's so easy. Don't listen to anything that man says. His opinion should be invalid at this point. It, like, if you understand any of what he has done, then you should probably invalidate every single thing he says from now on. He's lost that right uh, to be taken seriously for anything, ever. He's a war criminal of the highest order. Kissinger is, is going to be one of the individuals who got away with so much shit and still lived a good room. life. Like, just committed so many atrocities and still went on to have a normal, long, happy life. That is a sad reality. A sad reality that we now all have to live from. Oh, and the debate. Okay, let's watch the debate. I've been putting Aaron Maté getting served for a while. Apparently, he got fucking and, uh, wrecked in this debate. So if you don't know, Aaron Maté is a host on Grey Zone and has been one of the consistent propagators of conspiracy theories, such as uh, Bashir al-Assad did not gas uh, his own people, uh, that that is, in fact, a uh, an op. Uh, in order to discredit and justify the invasion of uh, the United States into Syria, and uh, to which I would respond, one, there is multiple evidence, uh, even if you want to take the one example that he would put out, uh, where he's like, well, this has been debunked because of this report that came out that actually retracted its original statement. That's not the only time that uh, Bashir al-Assad has accusations of being gassed. Uh, There are multiple accusations, and if, if, I don't know, video footage, if testimonies, uh, if overwhelming corroboration uh, between intelligent agencies that are not directly involved with the United States or its imperial ambitions aren't enough for you, what about this? The U.S. doesn't need justification to invade other countries. It invades other countries. Now, I know you're going to say, well, they, they do justify it. Come on. We had the uranium, weapons of mass destruction, all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah. And there are other examples where America just straight up is like, well, uh, yeah, you are a threat to global safety, uh, Libya. So at this point, uh, and don't get me wrong, they always pick bad guys, bad dudes. No fan of Gaddafi here. He's a fucking horrendous monster of a human. No fan of Saddam Hussein either. That just like bombing fucking other countries to the ground, killing hundreds of thousands of civilians, completely disrupting their way of life. Libya was one of the richest, if not the richest country in Africa at the time. I'll have you know, prior to that invasion. So NATO allies band together to completely destroy their entire infrastructure, including water supplies, which that's biological warfare. Those war crimes, everybody. War crimes. Yes, America bad. 
Gaddafi bat. We can we can agree on this. But my entire point with Aaron Bate and this being like his conspiracy theory is him, Gray Zone, all those people, they are driven by one thing alone, and that is US bad. America bad is my only guiding star. It's the only way for me to understand the entirety of geopolitics and how the world works, which is ridiculous. It's like horse blinders. Like you you completely remove the agency of all the other countries. You completely remove the agency of countries internationally and their ability to have sovereignty. Uh, like if, if you think in that term, it's, it's, it's very extreme. But uh, don't get me wrong. U.S. imperialism bad. We condemn it frequently on the show, all right? No fans of it. Anyways, I wanted to hear him get called out on some of the shows. So I want to see a little bit Army of Army veteran in Newsweek where he goes through the evidence for uh, the biggest alleged Russian war crimes. And he says it's actually not uh, clear because Ukraine, like Amnesty pointed out, has been placing its civilians, in, it's been placing its military forces and launching attacks from residential areas. So on the Ukraine war, actually, I think what, oh, what Redder so, is saying is debatable. And even, but, if he's wrong, hold on, yeah. and even if he's wrong, you're going to say he has no credibility to talk about a war. This is a, a decorated war veteran, served in senior positions uh, inside the Pentagon, uh, has written books that are apparently well regarded on the topic. That's like me saying that Bernie Sanders has no credibility on anything because he supported the proxy war in Ukraine. Okay. So I, don't think, I don't think Bernie has no credibility to talk about uh, imperialism somewhere else just because he supports it in Ukraine. Okay, I see the pushback that you're providing, and, and I want to respond to it. And I think that one of the things that we agree with, uh, as far as like the problems with our media landscape, obviously, you're an independent journalist, Aaron, you take massive issue with the way that uh, mainstream media frames issues. And I think that the problem that Gavin and I are having here is if you take a guy who is making like a three pronged argument, he's saying one of those pillars is Russia, the other two are Vietnam and Iraq. And he's saying, just like in Vietnam and Iraq, this is what Russia is doing. No, what we did in Iraq is even if that's, you know, the point that you're making is Russia is not killing civilians. That is not just like what we did in Iraq. And I do think that that, you know, is detrimental to your credibility. Just like I, of course, think it's detrimental to Bernie Sanders' credibility. You know, Max brought up the fact that he supported the coup. <laughs> detrimental to your credibility? Who? this is starting out spicy. This is like the first minute. Damn. This is already good. Venezuela, of course, I think that's massively detrimental to Bernie Sanders' credibility. And if I ever had the you know, chance to speak to the senator and he starts you know, cheerleading a coup in Venezuela, I would be outraged. I would tell him that that's massively inconsistent with his entire outlook and as far as his espoused uh, belief system that inspired me to get behind anti-imperialist. Uh, you know, hey, what uh, up, Freem's good to see you. You don't know these people? Okay, so Aaron Maté is like, you might not recognize the face because he does well i mean he does go on jimmy Dore all the time he does do the circuit he's basically the conspiracy theory left he's part of the broader the gray zone ecosystem used to be caleb Maupin cpi but we all i mean that relationship got kind of spanked um on top of that aaron mate has been probably one of the biggest propagators of conspiracy theories I would say on a regular basis and he will take and this is the problem with all of these people in gray zone uh in general is they take things that are true, that are 100% completely honest and valid to talk about, to, to grab uh, and to, to use uh, because like, yes, these are atrocities committed by America. America commits, commits war crimes on mass scales. Okay, so to talk about that is a good thing. Absolutely. But when you combine that with the weird kind of like, turns out the Bucha massacre was uh, just uh, at the end of the day a false flag. And at the end of the day, these were people murdering themselves. It's like you are Alex Jonesing the left. That's that's what Aaron Mate does. And that's what Max Blumenthal does. And you know what? That's what Ben Norton did for a very long time. Ben Norton got out. He got out. He got out of the entire, whatever you want to say, cult ecosystem. And wow, did they turn on him fast. Like the Mecha Tankies, all the other online groups, they're, they're all just like, 
Ben Norton is the enemy. Now fucking Jackson Hinkle is is fucking going after Ben Norton. Infrared is going after Ben Norton. They're all just like, oh, he has betrayed us. Ben, Ben, could you do this to us, Ben? (laughs) And now, for some reason, Ben is coming out with much clearer takes. Like, not the kind of takes you'd be like, you just looked at a weird side note of a Wikipedia article based on a state propagandist website that was directly refutable. Like, no, no, now you're actually like straight up calling out real shit. I would say, I would say that's a, a slightly better uh, policies to begin with, right? He's always been a non-interventionist, so I think that's a huge stain on his record, and I do think that it definitely undermines his credibility on these issues. And I just don't see how having a guy on because you think that he's being a broken clock that's saying something correct is any different than MSNBC parading on Never Trumpers to give us a lecture or a lecture on how dangerous Donald Trump is. It's like, yeah, the Republican Party was super dangerous when Morning Joe Schmo uh, was cheerleading everything that they were doing, but because Donald Trump is too outwardly odious, he doesn't turn around. So I get that that's not a perfect example, but to me, that's how it kind of comes across. It's like, how can I trust somebody and how can I expect an audience to trust somebody that just told them two massive factual inaccuracies? I mean, just just disgusting, depraved factual inaccuracies, right? I don't need to tell you about Vietnam and Cambodia. I don't need to tell you about the hundreds of thousands of lives lost in Iraq. How could you possibly let that guy gloss over it and then think your audience is going to be like, oh, well, he must be telling the truth about these civilians not being killed in Russia. Like, I'll take your point. I'm not an expert in Russia. You're much more well read on the subject than I am. I don't know about those two things as well. But what I do know is if I hear somebody say that there were no civilians intentionally killed by the United States in Vietnam and there were no civilians intentionally killed by uh, the United States in Iraq, uh, and that's just not how military people work, I'm not going to be so inclined to believe you when you tell me that that's exactly what Russia is doing. Yeah, I got that. So you guys have the right to make that value judgment and not trust anything he says. I see it differently. First of all, um, unlike for never Trumpers, there are zero people right now, pretty much inside the bipartisan establishment who are speaking out about. Wait, is he straight up saying that there is absolutely uh, no unintentional killing of civilians by Russia right now? Because if so, what the fuck are you talking about? There's overwhelming amounts of evidence of civilians being targeted. There's, there's like a very large rap sheet of war crimes right now against Russia. And, and like, well-documented. Like, Ukraine is still getting quite a bit of people. Like, a Twitch streamer, Dylan Burns, is in there streaming. So, like, it's not as if information is completely locked out of that region or district, especially for army intelligence and officials. Because, yeah, the United States and the, the U.S. military-industrial complex have a vested interest in making sure that this continues to weaken Russia as much as possible from their vantage point. No question. That's where they're coming at this from. And also money, because the military-industrial complex that's they make their money but russia's doing fucking war crimes dude and it's like how do you again this is the problem with people whose only read or understanding of the world is usa bad and yes usa bad agreed other people can also be bad other human beings can be bad it's not a uniquely american thing like human beings are not monoliths we're not defined by these imaginary lines we've drawn in the sand we've made up countries they're make-believe all right it's 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 an invention it's a human invention we invented the idea of nation states based on arbitrary lines that we draw and conquest and conquering and all that kind of stuff at the end of the day, Ukraine proxy war and calling it correctly. For example, he predicted, uh, McGregor did well before Russia invaded that Russia was going to actually invade. He did that on my show pushback. And that was like in January or something. And he's gotten a lot right about how the war has gone. So, yes, he had, obviously to me has a biased view. Is based- he a Peter Thiel guy? They gray zone won't admit where their funding comes from. It's so sketch. Like if you're like, I'm a leftist organization, 
here's where my fun like i could tell you exactly where my funding comes from uh patreon that is split between me and dave uh youtube revenue that is basically the worker co-ops uh funding uh and my twitch streams which is where i usually pay myself that's that's my revenue stream uh i will publicly demonstrate how much money is inside of those accounts that's why i've never turned it off on patreon like that's why me and dave always set a rule we're like we're never going to turn off how much because it just seems shady and like if i ever had a patreon i don't i have like i think twelve hundred dollars a month on patreon but if i ever had a patreon like the big people do that has fifty thousand, i still and i you can hold me accountable for this wouldn't shut it off because why it's like yeah i'm making fifty thousand dollars a month it's true like if you think i'm not spending enough on fucking lefty causes or starting enough projects that's fair. That's your criticism of me, but I'm making $50,000 a month. I'm not going to lie about that. Like, that's that's the creepy thing. So that's, like, whenever I see a so-called leftist investigation or uh, whatever, and it's like, we don't let you know any of our funding sources. Not if we get sponsorships, not if we get, like, uh, funding from different government agencies, not if we get any of that kind of stuff. And by the way, I don't think they're fucking funded by the CIA. They're way too shitty to be funded by the CIA, Okay. <laughs> Like, they're not they're not getting bankrolled by intelligence agencies. None of them are. On his military experience and how the U.S. conducts war. Uh, what he said about Vietnam and Iraq, I thought was ridiculous. But look, and I wish everybody in the military thought like Cornell West or Noam Chomsky, but they don't. I mean, that's who that's who's in the military. It's people who tend to be patriotic, uh, chauvinistic on the home team side. So look, I'm not going to let that. I'm not. I'm not going to let that disqualify everything else he says. You have every every right to 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 look at that and say this guy has no credibility in my eyes. But that's not what the credit. That's not at least in the clip I saw what you guys did. You were berating me for not pushing back sufficiently when I'm trying to tell you that I did. I said I take issue with what you say, and he said he didn't want to have a debate. So again, I'm trying to. So let me ask you, what should I have said? No, let's have a debate about Vietnam and Iraq. I, no, I'm not saying you had to turn the whole discussion into a debate. But yeah. if you're going to have him on to tell your viewers about how know. everything Russia's doing is fine, and oh, there's no civilians being intentionally killed. If you're going to have him on to make those points and to feed into that line of logic, then yeah, I do think it's worth getting a little bit sidetracked and be like, all right. Oh wow, that's exactly what it was. I wasn't exaggerating. That's that's where he fucking was going with this. That's so absurd. Like, that makes you look like such a fucking clown. Like, how in the world can you be trusted to analyze anything if you see what's happening right now in Ukraine and think that Russia is not committing war crimes or any intentional bombing of civilians? Then what is happening? Are are their radars that off? Are their fingers slipping? Is is it just suddenly landing in civilian spaces and civilians are dying and it's like, oops, like, is it happening just once? No. It's like, how much footage you need? You don't even need mainstream liberal media. Look at fucking Al Jazeera. Like, you can see the footage on there of people, like, civilians getting shelled. Right, well, it, clearly, if you see civilian deaths in this light, clearly, if you see imperialist wars in this light, then maybe our audience is not, you know, maybe we shouldn't subject our audience to the way you're thinking about this war. If you've just clearly proven to have a very, uh, I guess, pro-war understanding of war in general. And, and again, that's, I mean, obviously, it's your right to have the guy on. I understand that he was right about Russia invading Ukraine in the first place. That's that's awesome. Sure. Uh, but again, if you're going to have him on to downplay war crimes and what you just admitted is an unjust war. By the way, I've debated the Vanguard a couple times, little little 2v1, I think twice now. Um, I actually, I've said before, I like them, even though they're kind of more into the force the vote camp, they're force the voters. And like, that's kind of the area. There are some of the only force the voters I've come across that have called out so many people, including Jimmy Dore, uh, including completely disowning Jimmy Dore. Uh, they've also pushed back on Bree. Uh, like they, they, they've pretty much been in 
opposition to a lot of the force the force the vote stuff so i think i've been also been liking their takes more and more i think like because i said this to them when i went on or wouldn't be like i don't know debated or whatever i said this to them that basically at the end of the day the two of you are activists you work in a variety of different uh you know i think they have tenant unions stuff like that so they work in these fields that it's not just um you know online punditry we're going to give you a whole bunch of opinions we're going to do these debates we're just going to do the shit like they actually do like foot on the ground irl shit so that's what i was like that's what i respect about you i know that you were working on the bernie sanders campaign i know you actually work for tenant unions i know you like you you care about this shit clearly outside of just youtubing so that's that's good but also let's fucking argue before us to vote and an illegal invasion uh then yeah i do think it's worth getting a little bit sidetracked to come to an understanding about civilian casualties in war collateral damage i mean we both know about julian assange and what he exposed in the uh iraq and afghanistan wars and the civilian casualties so we both know that that's a complete line of bullshit and just factually inaccurate uh so again if you're then going to proceed to let him uh run his mouth on the subject matter of civilian casualties and downplay the war crimes happening in ukraine then, like that, yeah i do think opinions, that's worth a little bit of debate true. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Again, i would say i would say that about the vanguard they're not grifters what you're, i agree with you in terms of your reaction to what he said about the u.s what i'm saying is based on what i've read about what russia is doing in ukraine yes i think the war is illegal uh but you have enough organizations now the washington post amnesty international uh newsweek and actually billy uh, bill arkin who i mentioned before uh has not just done his own analysis of the 25 biggest alleged war crimes by russia and ukraine but also he's spoken to um former uh pentagon officials actually current pentagon officials one from the dia the defense intelligence agency and another i think it was a retired air force officer and the whole article was about um and i can share the i can pull it up even i have some of the quotes uh that basically um what that completely tracks with what mcgregor said and so that's why uh you know based on if you have all these other sources saying the same thing and those are these are mainstream sources and again these this is like like mcgregor they come from the establishment I, I think uh, I'm not going to get into a long debate with him about that. If there's other sources backing it up, you, you, I can't think of a single mainstream source, like for the life of me, that would go on record as saying that Russia has not been either aggressively pursuing a campaign of striking and striking civilian targets as well, or committing war crimes. I could not think of a single mainstream source, and the mainstream sources are incredibly biased towards Ukraine if it's Western media. Like, overwhelmingly biased towards Ukraine. It's it's promoted so heavily here. Like, articles in Canada are about how Canadians are paying money to write their names on bombs. That's in Canada. Like, fucking maple syrup land. It's like, yeah, hey, here's a story for you. Canadians want to spend money writing their names on bombs that will kill people. Yeah, Canadians, Canadians are doing that. And you're just like, wait, what? That's, okay. What, the one point that I hear from you that I, I think I, I think is arguable, and, and I, it, I'm not going to like uh, knock you for it, is that he has he's disqualified as being credible on the question of civilian casualties if he's whitewashing U.S. casualties elsewhere. I think I mean I don't agree with you in this context, but I but I understand why you have that point. You have the right to not pay attention to what he says, as as does any other gray zone viewers. We don't need to explain to gray zone viewers why uh, the U.S. committed war crimes in Vietnam or Iraq. Everyone seems to know that. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to try to find this quote just so I can show it to you here. Cool. And do you mind if I just make an additional point, though, that yeah, I would like to get your response to? You know, you so mentioned that this louder. guy is a decorated, you know, military guy. He's obviously a colonel. That's, you know, it goes without saying that's going to, you know, taint his judgment, I believe was what you said, or, you know, give him a certain perspective. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it was something along those lines. You were like, he's not going to talk about it like Cornell West, I think is what you said. Uh, but we have had plenty of people, and I know you have had plenty of people on air, and uh, you've done, uh, I mean, a whole catalog of fucking phenomenal interviews with people who have come out of the military industrial complex and given really well rounded analysis of what's happened. Uh, I remember specifically a guy we've both spoken to, uh, Major Danny Serson. Uh, when that guy 
guy reflects about what's happening in the world. Uh, he doesn't, you know, whitewash uh, the war crimes that America's committed. In fact, it informs his position on everything. When you have a guy like, you know, if you speak to Mike Preisner, right, uh, he wasn't necessarily uh, as decorated in the military, but he was certainly involved. Uh, it doesn't taint his vision at all of, of what's happening uh, in the state of things. And it's not like he tries to. But say spit uh, up sounds you know, like Andrew Tate without uh, the bruv and the oil. We're not. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I necessarily don't think agree so, that bro. just because oh. somebody's been through the machine of the military that it's going to have uh, make their viewpoints 100 percent, you know, um, cover up American crimes and casualties, especially stuff that's so famous. Like it, it shocked me. He went for the Vietnam analysis because that's I mean, New York Times front page uh, would yeah, I want to get to a more interesting topic. Well, the Defense Intelligence Agency, which, by the way, has a record of among the U.S. intelligence agencies getting things the most right, especially in Syria, when it pointed out early on in a, in a since declassified memo that the U.S. <laughs> Okay, if I get this right, Aaron Matei is claiming here, DIA analysis, carnage and destruction could be much worse than it is. That's what the facts show. This suggests to me that Putin is not intentionally attacking civilians because of a vibe. This fucking, this is a vibe check, my dude. Holy shit. Uh, that perhaps he is mindful that he needs to limit damage in order to leave out for negotiations. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what's happening right now. In the analysis view, though the war has led to unprecedented destruction in the south and east, the Russian military has actually been showing restraint in its long-range attacks, says Newsweek. That's my source. This is this is the source, by the way. This is the like, oh, well, mainstream sources have said that uh, Russia is both not committing war crimes uh, and also that uh, they are not targeting civilians. Yeah, intentionally. No, no, they're they're being good boys. They're good boys. This is, yeah. They're, they're doing very good. It's not even an invasion. At the end of the day, this is more of a, let's just say, operation. Yeah, it's a special operation. It's, it's, it's yeah, that's what's going on. Supporting an insurgency dominated by Al-Qaeda. Uh, and this is what the analyst says. I know it's hard to swallow that the carnage and destruction could be much worse than it is, but that's what the facts show. This suggests to me, at least, that Putin is not intentionally attacking civilians, that perhaps he is mindful that he needs to limit damage in order to uh, leave an out for negotiations. So look, for what it's worth, that's the view of a current U.S. official. Uh, and here's another. Uh, this is a retired Air Force officer right. who says, we need to understand Russia's actual conduct, uh, blah, 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 blah. If we merely convince ourselves that Russia is bombing indiscriminately or that it is failing to inflict more harm because its personnel are not up to the task or because it is technically inept, then we are not seeing the real conflict. So what I'm saying is there are other sources who share the point of view that McGregor does when it comes to Russia's conduct inside Ukraine. Right. I mean, and, and I agree that that might be accurate. I'm and also, you cannot base a statement, which is a broad sweeping statement. This has to be very clear that Russia is not committing war crimes or that Russia is not targeting civilians based on one person's counter statement. If that's what you were basing this on, it's like, hey, in this Newsweek article, and I'm not going to even add homonym Newsweek here. All right, fine. That's your source. It says that this specific person. This DIA analysis says that based on what I'm seeing, I don't know if Putin is directly targeting civilians, even though civilians are dying in the attacks. But I don't know if I have evidence of that being direct. You cannot then go forward and be like, hey, here's a narrative, everybody. I have a story for you all. This is actually the way. Like, it doesn't matter if we have a whole bunch of counter stories, observations, including the entire panels at this point. Like, th there's going to have to be international... Um, what is it, uh, trials based on things that have occurred. There's going to have to be entire investigations into things. Uh, when rebuilding efforts eventually do take place, it's going to take a very, 
very long time to assess all the evidence and damage and carnage that is taking place. There are war crimes being performed. And yes, even like if you want to say that Ukrainians are not uh, also not doing horrifying things, of course they are. It's fucking war. It's war. It's like human beings do the worst imaginable things to each other in war. Right. But if we all agree and we want to live in a world where it's not might makes right. So any single time a country wants to, it can just take over another country or the world whenever it wants. You know, right now, the U.S. is the most powerful country on Earth. Strongest military, most nukes. Can it just take over everything if it wants? Can it just be like, I want I want it all now, please. I, I want the world. You are now just the USA. The entire globe is the USA. Which would be very scary, by the way, considering that they're like, eh, well, we don't know if we're ready for women to uh, have autonomy over their bodies. We don't know, but, you know, kind of feel like we're going to be a little medieval in that respect. Kind of feel like, you know, women shouldn't uh, be able to have any control over whether or not we force them to give birth or not. I think we want to control that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of fucked up. I don't I don't want the whole planet to have that. I don't I don't want that to be spread. So. You know, I'm not necessarily even pushing back on that. But if you're going to agree that this is an illegal and offensive war, then I do think it's a little bit. I don't know. I, I, I just I struggle with having on someone to downplay the civilian casualties of what you have just admitted is an unjust and illegal war without pushback, without really giving the perspective of a side of the country and its people that is like under invasion in this scenario. Uh, it, it, again, it just doesn't seem like real anti-war journalism to me to have on a retired colonel who participated in and profited off of war crimes and civilian casualties continue yes. to deny them and then say, well, actually, you know, Russia's they're actually, you know, doing pretty good over there. They're not even that many people are dying. It's not intentional. Like, what do you want to do? It's just collateral damage. Sorry. Henry Kissinger, who is a uh, uh, who's committed genocide, including in Cambodia, he said some yep. sensible things about Ukraine. Should we just ignore them because he has a genocidal record? I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can get sensible opinions from non-genociders. What is wrong with all of these people? What is with the well? We gotta give it to Hitler for the blah. Oh, we gotta give it to this and fucking Pol Pot did have a good plan. Like no. No, no, just write them off. You can get those opinions from other people. That is such a weird talking point. I I, just, I can't wrap my head around that. Like so many fucking people have been like, well, you know, Kissinger, if Kissinger is saying this clearly, I was like, if Kissinger say, Kissinger was the one who was responsible for so much fucked up shit. Like during that period, the, the Vietnam War getting extended because of his recommendations that this could be potentially something that will help us both in the election and something we can sort out later. And the countless amount of people who died in Laos, Cambodia, other countries from US bombing. Yes. That was genocide. That was fucking, I like that. That is one of those moments in history where people don't look back and don't register it as such because America, but that is fucked. That is absolutely fucked. Is there no one else? Is there no one else? That, do you think it gives you a fucking place to stand on when you, like, don't invoke Henry Kissinger for anything ever in like a positive light. Like he has shown himself to not be a good decision maker. Maybe the things he are saying, like, you shouldn't take seriously, even if that's what you cared about, even if that was your opinion. If I had Henry Kissinger on my show, I'd push back a lot harder than you did, Aaron. No offense. Right. But the point is, this guy is not Henry Kissinger. My point, though, is that people who have uh, views I don't like and, and a record that 
uh, might include, uh, although I don't know what basis you accuse this guy of profiting off of, of war crimes or being involved in war crimes, but, but that aside. He was a Bush-era neocon conservative that cheerleaded and actively participated in uh, the Iraq war. His one criticism of Donald Trump was that war. they didn't take Baghdad fast enough, right? I but mean, he, he was involved in no, no, the, no, the 90s Gulf War, correct? He was involved in the first Gulf War. Yeah, and, and look at this. Here's, a, here's a quote. The retired colonel has sharply criticized U.S. military and foreign policy. Agreed. He bashed the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq as failures, though notably touts on his company's website, which is some seemingly a, either defense contractor or consulting firm based in Reston, Virginia. Ber you fucking clown. Like, honestly. And I, I wonder at what point is it that you can forgive someone like Aaron Matei and Grey Zone and all that? Like, where does their cognitive dissonance start? And where does their, I don't know, I'm fine believing this because it fits my narrative begin. Like, I, I, are they doing it strictly for money? Is it strictly for profit? Is it because you want to push a standard? Or is it because you have deluded yourself into believing this? You're like, at this point, this is my reality. This is what I think. I think this is the way the world works. Because this is honestly, it's astonishingly fucked that someone like this would be like, well, I, I, I'm, in this one instance, this one source that I found on Newsweek, apparently uh, there is not, uh, you know, the targeting of civilians by Russia. Russia isn't targeting civilians. That's not happening. Uh, the, I mean, really, this is a military operation. You're like, the fuck, my dude. Have you not gone anywhere outside of this bubble? Have you, why have you crafted this world for yourself? He's fucking basically like I don't know, imperialism denying Minecraft. That's what his brain has become. McGregor LLC. He says his company's website notably touts that his strategy to invade Iraq was adopted by the receipts. and strongly supported the war at the time. So, okay, maybe he's war criminal adjacent. Like, I don't... <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, so, uh, look, but depending on how you look at it, the fact that he has war experience makes it all the more valuable uh, when he now calls out a current U.S. proxy war. That's the one we're talking about right now. Look, and I don't... Look, if Henry Kissinger and a bunch of war criminals aren't the ones who are going to be able to call out that this is not war crimes. You know, the guys who have done war crimes, the ones who are really good at war crimes, if they're all of a sudden like, don't worry, there's no war crimes going on. Teehee, do you not think you should be a little bit more suspicious? Fucking... <laughs> You make money off this. It has to be propaganda. I swear. The fact that they won't reveal who their funders are, who the backers are, and the fact that they push this kind of shit, it has to be propaganda. I, I think it's 100% like, you cannot be this bad at your job. Like, I'm sorry. You, you cannot have risen to these heights. You cannot have this many followers, this much shit, and not be horrendously bad at your job to this degree. Like, no. It's propaganda. You know what you're doing. I don't even know which Iraq war, this is from CNN it looks like. Uh, and I don't know which Iraq war they're talking about. He was definitely a, 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 a battalion commander or something in the first Iraq war. And he never left the military until 2004. So fuck knows what he was doing. And the only other pushback I would have is that this, well, like, on, this is on. a country where if you ride in a car and somebody buys an ounce of heroin, you'll go away for 10 years. You can't tell me that he wasn't criminally responsible for war behavior. Well, I know he was responsible for war behavior in the first Iraq war when he he lauded for leading some kind of battle that wiped out the Iraqi military very quickly. And again, look. When you interview people from the military, they're going to have records like this. The question is, do you just uh, trash them and denounce them? Or if they're saying something valuable that could help stop a war or at least shine a light on a war right now, uh, do you let them speak and give them a platform? I, th I think we should let uh, him speak. And uh, I'm glad we did. He was. This is someone from the heart of the military calling out what the U.S. is doing in Ukraine. And I know for I – I, look, if you supported the Iraq war, the second Iraq war at the time, uh, then obviously I disagree with him. But I know that he's heavily criticized. The neocons and the iraq war since I, I, know, I know that for a fact i've heard him say it and along by the way it's kind of wild how the clown shoes left they will suddenly like ally with anything it's just like well yeah i think we share similar goals this this henry kissinger fella he did some you know 
some pretty atrocious things. I'll admit that. No, I'm big enough to admit that. But I mean, he would know. He he would know. So so maybe we should be friendsies. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a, a budding friendship. We're just waiting to be friends. I don't, and based on his assessment, you know, maybe I can point to this Newsweek fellow, uh, you know, quote, Russia isn't doing anything bad. I mean, it's just a military operation. They're just trying to cleanse and purify uh, the Ukrainian people and rid them of uh, Nazis. Let's let's go with that. Nazis. Get, get rid of all the Nazis in Ukraine. With the coup in Venezuela, along with the military occupation of uh, Syria, along with Nancy Pelosi's recent stunt Isn't in this- Taiwan. Fair. And, and that's all fair. And uh, my only other question is, isn't this kind of like mainstream media logic of like, oh, well, this this general or this war Pentagon person, they agree with the talking points we want them to. They're going to align with the narrative that we're pushing. So let's bring them on and then unquestioningly and uh, just let them run their mouth and without really seriously pushing. Yeah. I'm learning anything about their life's work, about what their goals are, what, what they're trying to achieve. Henry Kissinger is a fucking monstrous person. Like the, the crimes that he has committed, the, the, the amount of shit, the amount of people who are dead children. Like we're talking hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dead people because of this one person. It's not like, well, in this instance, though, I, I'm going to ignore all the rest. But now, now I need to know. Yeah, he's he's kind of kind of agreeing with my worldview, so maybe we should take him seriously for the first time. Back on their framing or understanding of, of the entire crimes. issue at heart, which in this case was the civilian casualties and the way that Russia is operating uh, its invasion of Ukraine. My agenda is factual discussion of a very <laughs> dangerous proxy war, uh, one that could blow up the world. And when sure. I have someone from the heart of the military establishment speaking out against it, I think it's a valuable voice. And uh, I think it's great that we... Uh, got his perspective out and uh, challenged him when it was appropriate without getting sidetracked into a long debate. That's different than corporate media, which completely excludes all dissenting voices to promote a pro-war agenda. I, I don't accept the comparison. Okay, well, how about this comparison then? Uh, I think that it's fair to say that many people who are in, you know, let's just use a big, big, big umbrella, like they're, you know, co- we're not, Gavin and I aren't journalists, you are, but you kind of all still fall under the YouTube commentary community, right? Um, no, I don't you know. follow one of the YouTube commentary community. No. Okay. So you you don't make content for YouTube where you, you, I make content for YouTube, but it's not me. It's not me commenting. I don't do clips about other people's shows. You didn't um, make a useful idiot show this morning about mainstream media. Look, I'm not, I'm not a YouTuber. Okay. I was like, no, that's, I'm a journalist. I write for the gray zone. I'm important. I'm special. I'm special. I'm very special. I'm a big boy and I'm super special. I'm definitely not a YouTuber. No, those are kids. Just, just kids do the YouTubes. Uh, that is about yeah, by other people's shows. But I mean, you think you're less serious shows. than mainstream media because Gavin and I don't think you're less serious than mainstream media. That's why we do a show that's no, flipped like, by you guys. What I'm saying is, I don't see myself as a YouTuber. I, I the, the the bulk of my work is writing and it's it's journalism. I do the use affiliates and we journalism make fun for of the gray zone. The mainstream media. What I meant is doing things about other people's yeah. shows. So you were like, other, you do exactly other, what you other do. Lefty shows, other lefty I'm a big shows, boy. Other lefty I'm, shows. I'm a big boy and I have a big pen. I, 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 I understand. So I, I just think that that's I, I, okay, whatever. So you make content for YouTube. We make content for YouTube. One of the right. things that people constantly push back on is saying that, oh, these are softball interviews. Oh, this is access journalism, right? I think that one of the times we were actually really on the same page with that from a, you know, quasi independent media outlet, the um, Intercept, when Jeremy Scahill had um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez on. And he's asking about Edward Snowden and he's asking about Julian Assange. And she's like, oh, of course, Edward Snowden should be free, but I have some questions about Julian Assange. And Jeremy Scahill is all like, oh, whatever, I'm going to just let it smooth out. And people were pissed because they were like, no, you have an opportunity to provide serious pushback here. I was pissed about that. Do, do you think that that's like not a problem? Is that like your position on something? I'm trying to use like a, you know, a non. Do like, I think access? We think is- uh, well, look, the example you remember, I remember Jeremy asked her twice about Assange and Snowden. She wouldn't give a straight answer. 
Maybe even asked her three times. I don't remember thinking he did a bad job. I just remember her not answering the question. And uh, in general, um, I mean, do I think access journalism is bad? Yes. Yes, I do. And do you think it, it, that's yeah? And, and I, I just wondered if you think that, that that had something to do with why you didn't push back on, um, you know, the the colonel because he, he wouldn't have come Again, back we, on. See, we, this is where we disagree. I di see you guys don't think I push back. Okay, we watch the same clip. We have a different take on it. I said to him, I take issue with what you just said, and I give an example of Cambodia, which was a genocidal U.S. military campaign, and I cite Kissinger's order: anything on fly, anything that flies, on anything that moves. Um, I consider that pushback. What I didn't do was get into a debate on the topic, especially after he said, I can have that debate. Hey, what up, Kevin Logan? Everyone go to twitch.tv slash KF Logan 1875. Give him a follow back. Someone else. I just, you know, especially we're talking about a current war. Right. And, and that's why it's important. And, and, when the guest, and when the guest says, I don't want to talk about it with you, uh, and I'd rather talk about the current war anyway, why mm -hmm. should I get sidetracked into a debate? Well, because Aaron... <laughs> Again, the, the, what he just brought up that you did push back on, but not hard enough, was in direct correlation in relation to the current war. It's not a completely unrelated topic. It's not like he just randomly brought that up in an interview about a completely unrelated foreign issue. In that context, I would understand a little bit more the way you reacted and, okay, we're not going to completely sidetrack this. But if he is then going on to downplay civilian casualties in an ongoing war, as you said, I think it kind of begs to i think it kind of draws into question his credibility on that subject matter if he's subject matter if he's going to preface his statement about russia's civilian casualties with well just like how we didn't kill any civilians neither are they okay. I, I do think you're that's rehashing the same are you rehashing the same argument and i address that i think we're talking about many we're talking about separate wars vietnam cambodia but you agreed uh, that it ruins his credibility on the subject of civilian no i didn't casualties. no i know i no i didn't i didn't did? I, I say i say it's okay for you to think it ruins his credibility i thought you said you agreed with that i said i don't credibility i said i don't agree <laughs> with his point of view at all I explicitly said it does not ruin his credibility to me. And I tried to explain why. You said he specifically made... on civilian casualties, it did. I said, uh, no, no, I did not. I said, <laughs> I said, I understand why you think that, and it's fair for you to have that position. But I said, though, I'm not going to uh, dismiss his credibility out of hand just because I think he gets this one thing wrong. I do understand. You wanna, I said, if you want to make that value judgment, that's totally fair. I get it. It's, uh, it's plausible. But no, I still think he has a lot to offer on the topic. And again, especially when he's talking about Ru how Russia is conducting the war in Ukraine, it tracks with a lot of what I've heard elsewhere. I mentioned some sources, Scott Ritter, someone else who said similar things, who's someone who I think has a lot to say that's very credible about the war in Ukraine. Okay, so I've seen him get destroyed on this topic. Did they move on to something else? I'd like to like to hear other points of contention. Uh, what did you call it? The, the populist what? The populist right-left. Okay, and, and what do you mean by cozying up to the populist right? Like what Like what, what exactly have I done? Uh, Scott Ritter is a predator. Scott Ritter has been arrested and charged for trying to have a online relationship with a fucking child who turned out to be a police officer. Yeah, like, do not use Scott Ritter as a source for anything. It's super fucked up that he does the rounds with, like, Jimmy Dore and all of them. And again, this is why that side of the quote left, or whatever you want to call it, um, the, the clown shoe shit, it, it, it makes everyone look bad because people can point to that and be like, wow, they're really circulating and celebrating this pedophile uh, because he speaks out against U.S. imperialism and is, like, there are other people who do, who have not tried to have sexual relationships with kids. Like, you don't have to turn to that. It's the same problem with turning to fucking war criminals. There are people who may agree with you and speak out against U.S. imperialism who aren't Henry, Henry Kissinger. Like Henry fucking Kissinger. I think for one, consistently platforming, coddling, and defending a guy like Jackson Hinkle, who's now undeniably a right winger, um, and who has undeniably coddled and praised figures like... Is this the communist sex called Borgestream? Man, Kevin, so fucked up. I'm like, A, super happy that he can't hurt people anymore, but I did not see in, like... The cult aspect, yes, I 100%, I've been calling out the cult aspect for a while, so that was, actually, I'll take credit for a prediction, but the whole sexual element to it, not to mention the spanking, didn't see that coming.
did not see that coming did not see him trying to run a sex cult and then use leftist aesthetics like replace the same things you find in other cults like think of uh when it's like hey you have to devote yourself to the cause uh you have to uh, follow the leader this is all really important uh this is what we're all about and this one is like you don't have enough devotion okay to the revolution that's what this is. You're you're not ready for the revolution. You're not you're not ready to just get up and and go revolutionize yourself all over my ace. Like that was the weird twist. It, it I didn't see that coming. It was fucked. Spanky Tanky was not in my 2022 bingo card. No, it was not. It it definitely wasn't. It absolutely was not. Spanky Tanky was not in my 2022 bingo card. But you know what? It's a great thing that CPI is done because it was exploiting people's labor, which is fucked up. It was exploiting people sexually, apparently, and it was also uh, exploiting people in a variety of other ways by getting people to sell Caleb's books. That's the fucked up thing. He had an entire political organization whose centerpiece was his own book sales and like aggrandizement. It's it's no surprise he turned out to be a fucking massive ass Cult leader. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Tucker Carlson, even Donald Trump himself now claiming that they're somehow anti-deep state and that they're the real populace in the government and that these people are worth collaborating with. Exactly what Ben Norton uh, talks about here. And, and also- Okay, so uh, let me, okay, uh, let me respond. First mm -hmm. of all, uh, I know Jackson. I've seen some of Jackson's stuff and I like a lot of stuff he's done. For example, he called oh. out the OPCW's Syria cover-up scandal and did a great job doing that and debated uh, um, Bosch about Bosch. it. Bosch. And Bosch. I think he did a great job. And he says a lot of stuff that I agree with. He said some, some stuff I, I don't agree with. Oh, uh, but what don't you agree with? I don't expect, but I'm curious. what I've really done with Jackson is defend him from being censored. He was recently well, demonetized. Uh, hold on a second. I know. Yeah, hold on a second. He was demonetized on YouTube. And I thought that was ridiculous. And that's how I've defended Censorship, free speech is when no make money on YouTube site. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. That's that's what the founding fathers intended. That's why it's written into the Constitution of the United States. That's basically the First Amendment right there. Verbatim. Yes. Censorship is when no money YouTube. That's that's it. He has not been allowed. He's been silenced. 1984 in real time. It's pretty fucked up. Jackson is defending him from censorship. You want to call that coddling the right. Uh, I'm challenging censorship, which is a very right-wing thing to do, which is censor dissenting voices. Right. And Jackson worked very hard and built up a channel by himself. He's a young guy. And he got demonetized for, I think, having a dissenting point of view about the Ukraine proxy war. So absolutely, he defending is, Andrew he's Tate. worth defending. Yeah, right. That. And okay. if you're Hinkle's on this weird shit right now where he's putting out all the stuff about Andrew Tate being like, I don't know why Andrew Tate is being uh, attacked for having conservative values. He's being censored for having conservative values. He's just a traditionalist, all this kind of stuff. I was like, what? Of all the people, you, he's the human trafficking dude. He's the guy who got raided for human trafficking. He's he's the one who's like, uh, women should be blamed for their own rapes. That's That's that guy. If you think that's traditional conservative values, if that's what you're going for, well, I mean, that's quite telling. That's really fucked up. But okay, here we are. He's from Orange County. I know. I mean, look, have you, what I was the bro code is strong with that shithead. I don't know what the fuck is going on there, honestly. And, and this one goes out to the men of my audience, my dudes. Uh, I, I don't know why there are so many men on the internet defending the free speech angle of Andrew Tate, not defending him or his actions. They could be like, I don't agree with him. I don't like him. I disagree with him on certain issues, but just straight up going on the internet and being like, well, uh, I just think he should be battled in the marketplace of ideas because he has ideas and, and we have a marketplace. Why not? Can we not exchange my dudes? Can we not have a, a trade? You know, we'll, we'll trade some some ideas for, for some other ideas and see which ones work out in the free marketplace of ideas. That sounds that sounds like something we could do with the guy again who thinks that women are partially to blame for their rapes.
that's that's definitely the person that you should be having a conversation with and then learning from and then we can all can all exchange things you know, have, you guys debated, have you guys debated jackson i don't know what that has to do with anything aaron i'm asking you your opinion on benjamin well, what, 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 what wait you you have do to I want to talk to the guy about whether or not putin is based to change his mind lol the diet crowder is you you, you just accused me of, <laughs> of uh, Look, i'm sorry if you didn't like the way we accused you aaron i'm just trying to get your opinion <laughs> this I, I, this i'm trying spicy. to characterize you accurately if, if that's this okay spicy. i'm trying to get your opinion on benjamin norton's okay wait hold on okay i'm happy to give you my opinion on that but but you made an allegation against me first which i'd like to respond to i'm doing now so if you have a problem with me you think i'm um uh, nefariously coddling Jackson, you should have him on and challenge him yourself. Oh, maybe you that will happen. Why it, he's resorted to debate me, bro. That's where this went. But instead of debate me, he's replacing debate Jackson. Debate Jackson, bro. Debate Jackson. Why would you debate Jackson? Yeah. I mean, if, if you disagree with Jackson, why would you debate him, bro? What's going on here? Are you going to call out the really fucked up things he said? Well, fine. You, I, I'm not going to process any of them. Debate him. Why try to do it? Through, why try to? So I'm asking you, have you invited him on to debate? What does that you have to do with anything? On. Sorry? What does that have to do with anything, Aaron? I'm asking you your opinion. Why? What do you mean? Okay, you asked for an example you're, you're, of the new right wing, Aaron. To... That's what we gave you. Okay, oh, wow. We brought him up because you asked for an I didn't example. Know this Don't was pretend be that so we brought him up to this way. We've had you yes, on for exactly. 35 years. I asked you to no, substantiate. Hold on a second. I asked you to substantiate your claim. Yeah, and by you, giving you two examples. We gave you two examples of the guy that runs around taking a shirt off saying Putin's base changed my mind. Okay. So, exactly. When you ask me what does that have to do with anything, what does that have to do with anything, that's your own example. So, I'm saying if I'm tainted somehow by being friends with Jack. Okay, so Jackson Hinkle said, thanks for making me look fucking badass in a photo in which he was featured directly beside a white supremacist, Nick Fuentes. Yes, that Nick Fuentes of the Destiny show. That's who he was featured with recently. And then was like, yeah, this is based fucking awesome shit. Look at this. Aaron Matei, it's all right to say Jackson Hinkle. Definitely, definitely. Either he's memeing like maybe that's it i don't know maybe he's just memeing this entire time but is completely in putin's camp he's like uh fucking world war z we're doing it fucking cleanse the nazis from ukraine purify the country cleanse them like that's that's the jack he's like gone full alex jones it's got to be one of the fastest transformations i think i've seen on the internet for someone to go from what pretty heavy dem supporting liberty like liberal uh what is it hillary clinton supporting style type like i'm with her uh moving into uh nuclear power plants bad uh, i save environment uh moving into uh i'm bernie sanders all the way yeah i'm definitely definitely is a social democrat uh you know like the scandinavian countries to boom next one is like hey I i'm a full-on communist communist uh because of this one moment on the internet where i'm being filmed i'm going to rip off the democratic socialist badge someone send me and email me a communist badge so i'm truly a communist here is das capital here is the fucking communist manifesto i am now communist everybody uh into hey i'm a patriotic socialist that's right. I love America. I love America and also lefty shit. We're going to combine the two, you see. It's kind of like we're going to socialize nationally, you know, with, with a national identity, national socialism, that kind of stuff. That sounds fun, right? Oh, and then that evolves into I am now fully into conspiracy theories. Bucha was a massacre that was staged by false flag actors, all this kind of stuff. Uh, into look at me, I've gotten this award from Bashir al-Assad's, uh, uh, you know, organization supporting shit, and uh, yeah, we're doing great now. Now it's awesome. He's a Clintonian communist. Ah, that's a new term. I haven't heard that. Clintonian communist. It's classy. And you should have him on and challenge. I never him. said tainted, Aaron. I never said tainted. Oh, okay. I literally yeah. never did. I'm, I'm asking for your opinion of your you former said, colleague's okay. analysis oh, okay. now you're of being, the populist okay. right, which you now have cuddled up to. Okay. Now you're being disingenuous. How am I being disingenuous? 
Come on, man. I'm literally you're, asking your opinion you're, on you're this. Trying, okay, listen. Own your comment. Don't hide behind what you said. You're trying to impugn me for no, your work. Hold on a second. Okay, now you're pretending you weren't trying to impugn me. Give me a break. <laughs> Own your comment. So when you ask me, what does your accent <laughs> He's such you a baby. Up, saying, you because you asked me. You like watching a little baby. You're trying to um, do Hold on a second. And absolutely, I will defend him for being censored. And anybody else. We defend him for being censored. If you guys ever are censored, because you challenged the Ukraine proxy war. Yeah, that's else. not what we're talking about. Alex too. Jones was censored. We know he was censored. That's that doesn't mean you have to come out here and defend Alex Jones's character or his journalism. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I would I would actually defend Alex Jones from censorship too because me too. That's what I. <laughs> of course, he should have the right the right to be able to say in private companies, mind you, uh, in private corporations, that the Sandy Hook parents they were faking the entire thing. Yeah, it was made up. Alex Jones deserves that right. Give him his free speech. Don't censor Alex Jones. Why would you do that? I just said, I yeah. just said, okay, yes, so I also defend people from censorship. Stop trying to make this about censorship. Well, that, but again, when you, that's what you made it about when you accused me of coddling people who are on the alt-right. And, and again. Well, do you agree on the alt-right? Do I agree Jackson's? No, of course not. No, no. You, okay, well, you <laughs> now, said now, look, now, hold on. Also, you, look, I don't know everything that he said, so I'm not going to defend anything, <laughs> everything he said, because I, I only speak for myself. And really, if you have a problem with him, you should have. He's not in the alt-right in the sense that he's actually in, like, white supremacist organizations. I don't think so. Maybe, but I'm not going to suggest that. I I don't think that's actually the case. I think that people are now becoming a little bit more... uh, What's the best way to put this? Disassociated from the fact that the right in America has gone far right. And Jackson's uh, Jackson Hinkle syncs up with them. So if they're going to say things like, you know, we should persecute LGBTQ plus people, we should force women to give birth, we should do all these kind of things that are very extreme and draconian and medieval. Well, that's really fucked up. That's fucked up shit. If you're agreeing with that as a better sentiment, it doesn't need to be anymore that there is this incredibly unique isolated far right extremism that that is it's limited to very small communities online those ideas are permeating into the broader right now they they are fucking uniting on that shit and it is popular and it is doing very very well for them in certain fields that's where they're going that's the direction they're headed in it doesn't have to be that Jackson is specifically in some white supremacist. He he reads Stormfront, you see, and that's what he does. Yes. No, if he's part of the broader media ecosystem and he's regurgitating a lot of their points and a lot of their talking points, it's going to start coming across as, wow, this is very, very extreme. I'm, I'm wondering why you would put this. Why, why are you saying that, uh, or lying, I should say, that uh, trans kids are getting their genitals chopped off? Why, why would you say that? That's, that's, that's very weird. But that's what everyone around you is saying. So, okay, it makes sense them on it's funny you were so resistant Bro, the to the idea about hey, listen i tried you're, not to you're interrupting too much now you're interrupting too much okay you were resistant to the idea of you challenging jackson uh yourself instead of doing it through me which i find interesting but anyway um you're actually doing the just debate me bro but for someone else i think it's the first time i've heard someone say debate me bro but it's not debate me bro it's debate my bro bro be my bro 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 debate my bro 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 debate my bro my jackson bro he, like you mentioned, for example, he's praised Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, I've praised her too because she voted against the Ukraine proxy <laughs> So I recognize it. This is why people don't take the left seriously. This is why people laugh at leftists. Why people are like, oh, the left are insane. How could they think and say such things? It's you. You. You in the gray zone. 
motherfuckers, all of you. <laughs> I praised her too. I praised Kissinger. He was defending Henry Kissinger as a leftist for having a sane opinion on something now. You can't discredit Henry Kissinger and his opinions based on his past war crimes or atrocities. But who would we be? Who would we be? Yes, you can. It's so easy. Don't listen to anything that man says. Doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. If he's like, oh, yes, I enjoy tea and I also enjoy tea. Or if he's like, by the way, Russia's not committing war crimes. Mm, maybe it makes you think. Doesn't matter what his statements are. His opinion should be invalid at this point. It, like, if you understand any of what he has done, then you should probably invalidate every single thing he says from now on. He's lost that right uh, to be taken seriously for anything, ever. He's a war criminal of the highest order. Kissinger is, is going to be one of the individuals who got away with so much shit and still lived a good room. life. Like, just committed so many atrocities and still went on to have a normal, long, happy life. That is a sad reality. A sad reality that we now all have to live from. She has nutty views good on other things. Absolutely, I make fun of those too. But uh, praising uh, people on the right when they're the only ones standing up to a, sui to a suicidal proxy war. Praising uh, Putin like that? Look, people have the right to praise Putin. No, they do. They do. They do. They do. They do. So you don't think it's you, – you admitted that the invasion of uh, Ukraine is unjust and illegal. You think it's totally fine, fine to platform people without questioning them that say that it's a based and just war? Uh, if, listen, I think – first of all, it's my view that the invasion of Ukraine is illegal. I also think, though – and you, you can, uh, if you want, if you want to hear my view, I'm happy to tell you that Russia was put in a very, very bad position. And I'm open, actually, to the possibility that Russia had no other choice. I don't think that's true. I think there's things I could have done. For example, uh, Putin could have given a speech, as I've said many times, saying to the world, "I'm in this corner. Uh, you know, Ukraine is about to launch an offensive in the Donbass." <laughs> they hold on a second. There, there's plenty of things that I think Putin could have done. But I think it's debatable. I think it's debatable that Russia had no other choice. And I'm not going to just cancel someone who shares a different point of view. And what I would do if I disagree with them, hold on a second, is invite them on for a debate. And that's what you should do if you're actually serious about uh, whatever your disagreement okay. is. Okay, I mean, you've criticized Amy Goodman. You can't be honest about the content that Jackson Hinkle creates. Why, because he's your friend? That's all I'm asking. I don't watch uh, Jackson's show. Uh, I bet you I, don't, because it's too embarrassing. I've seen it before when he did uh, stuff about Syria and Doom. I thought it was great. <laughs> So you have no content or no comment on his current direction or the, the populist right left that Ben Norton also is apparently, uh, you know, recognizes as a thing and as a problem. Uh, the well, look, I have to now hear what Ben has to say in general. Uh, do I think uh, you didn't see his comments about Jackson? You didn't. No, see I didn't. No. OK, well, Jackson called him the skinny Vosh and did a video trying to attack him for their difference of opinion. If you want to talk about canceling, that's what Jackson did. Uh, ben Norton responded here. Let me pull it up specifically so you can see it because it's not just about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know that that's uh, easy to go off. Here we go. Ben Norton says laughing at these infantile smears from a genocidal flag waving chauvinist and grifter who constantly praises fascist U.S. politicians. That's his words, not mine. Hinkle knows nothing about politics outside of the colonial U.S. borders. He loves He endorsed a fascist Colombian millionaire who praised Hitler. Goes on to talk a little bit about that and how you know jackson said that uh gustavo petro was not a leftist but this literal you know follower of adolf hitler self-described uh is um so you know i see issue with that yeah, and again okay. if, you're, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. if you're gonna push back and you know attack and cancel people like amy goodman i think it's fair for you to point out when people that you're in league Man. with and have coddled when they do you know messy things too okay uh first of all i've never canceled amy goodman uh you're the one who's word canceled i never said you tried to cancel anyone you said we were trying to cancel people okay you just accused me of canceling amy goodman uh and i i've not done that at all um now this Columbia thing is a good example. I saw Jackson say that on Jimmy's show. I didn't agree with that at all. Jimmy then brought on someone else, I think, a couple of days later to do a rebuttal segment, and they corrected it. So, but I, I just find the premise of this, now you're bringing me on to ask me about my views of other people, not my own views. Uh, I agree with a lot of things I hear Jackson say. I disagree with something. Same with Ben as well. Um, I think Ben...
Okay. Anyways, um, Aaron Maté is a complete and utter clown, and I'm pretty happy to have seen him multiple times get absolutely, uh, let's just say, wrecked in this conversation and really show himself to be a petulant child. That's uh, the best way I could describe Aaron Maté from here on out. He's 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 a man baby. He's he's basically like I'm not a YouTuber. I'm I'm serious. I'm a big boy journalist. I wear I wear the big diaper, not the small size. And I'm I do big things with my pen and I make journalism. So I'm a big boy. Okay, that's that's basically what he is. He's 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 a diaper baby man. That's where I'll leave him and his opinions at. There you are, whiny diapy little baby man. So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times. And if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv. And also everywhere social media is sold, basically thesurfs.tv, you'll find us there. Twitter.com slash thesurfstv, for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help. And yeah, we hope to see you soon. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we are prepared to conduct many a human sacrifices in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your humble yet incompetent gestures, trying in vain to bring some levity into your life. To our lord, Trevor R., we give you thanks for this meager plot of land for us to toil away our pathetic existence. To our brave knights, Carl Wauer, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Mayred, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruben Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Nate, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Coulter Smith, Janital, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Janis, Lemmy101, Anthropophojack, Saren42, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Agent NDN, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our mighty heroes off to conquest some bread in some far-off land.